<laughs> Dragging the bottom of the barrel right the, there, uh, mate. I've, I'm, I've ran out. I'm tapped out. Is that, is that the stone cutter, start of the stone cutters from uh, the Simpsons? Yeah, there's probably some crazy relevance there mm. if we want to watch enough Simpsons. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for the. It's the most obvious one. Oh, you tell me I've been I'm hinting su- around I'm surprised it. Surprised even Scotty doesn't even know. He might know. He just might not be saying. Well, he knows how to drink, but he clue me in. You know? yeah. anyone, anyone, else, anyone else? Again, I'll say it one more time. You know, Moses McCready on Instagram, drop it into the messages. <laughs> anything that rhymes with AO. You know, anything's fair game when this bloke can't think of one. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back. We're back in the studio. Indeed. Back under are. the guidance of the professional. It's looking pretty good, mate. Sitting no here with cans on, I can mm. hear myself talking. The table, yeah, very Joe Rogan. Plenty of room. Yeah, no, it looks all right. You got to get one or two more around this table at some point. Mm. Good yes. to see, but yeah. So, last though, we don't have our uh, guest for our episode. No, today. Dave. Uh, yeah, as we sort of mentioned earlier in a couple of our videos, that um, you'd have Dave Gilfoyle lined up, but um, this time of year is. I'm hard to nail people down, I guess. So uh, family, family yeah. comes first, which is understandable. We'll get him back. Yeah. No rush. We'll no, get him back. Indeed. Well, how long did it take us to get Hodgie back? After mentioning him mm. you know, three times, and then you know, about yeah. six months later, he appeared. But can happen. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, just us two today. Yep. So uh, no, never late eight unless you want to. We got anything on record? Um, I've got a couple of probably a couple on file that you can drop we'll a just little say, later anyway, on. You'll so. just have to deal with us today. Yeah, that's it. It's uh, actually Bathurst Day. Yeah, but we want to do um, a bit of a Chad Ribbons update, were we? Yeah. And drop that in here somewhere. Yeah, so uh, obviously uh, Chad Ribbons got the, the gong. The big smoty trophy. And um, and look, we both picked it. Yeah. Plenty of others obviously picked it too. So uh, well done, Chad. We do have a little chat. We sort of jumped on the phone. As quickly as we could, and um, yeah, fired up the old Skype machine yeah. and had a quick chat with him. So, um, if you got a couple of minutes before we start, you obviously do. Yeah, that's it. Scotty's going to us anyway. Got all the time in the world. Scotty's going to, with the magic of audio editing, he's going to slot in that little chat right about now, and we'll come back and um, yeah, have a listen to our chat with. Chad yeah. Ribbons. Yeah, as he talks uh, all things Street Machine of the Year and uh, a couple of mentions about his old boy, and that's uh, good stuff. Yeah. Roll it. Welcome back to the Never Late Podcast. Uh, exciting times and exciting news. Uh, AO's here with me, but welcome to the studio, Chad Ribbons. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, we didn't really expect to have you back so soon. <laughs> 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 we were kind of hoping, but we didn't really expect to expect uh to have you back on but look really do appreciate you taking time just to say a quick g'day and um and uh secondly congratulations on the on on the victory bloody awesome yeah thanks yeah. thanks guys street machine of the year who would have thought maybe this guy oh well i don't know <laughs> I, I was hoping pretty hard between you <laughs> i'm not sure whether i was hoping harder than you were mate but uh definitely chad together we managed to win I'm blown away at the moment, but also while we're saying congratulations, congratulations on not breaching the embargo when we uh, interviewed. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, wasn't easy, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> no, we un- completely understand that. Jeez, you would have been shot had you uh, spilled the beans. 
Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a mate say to me the other day. He's like, I was a bit sus when I saw you, and you were brief. He said because you know you normally love a chat. Yeah, yeah. He said you're a bit brief with me the other day. I said because I would have caved in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. as the dust settled, as it kicked in, that you you're actually you're the owner of Street Machine of the Year, or what? Um, it's it's all pretty surreal to be totally honest. Like, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know how it's a pretty wild feeling to be honest feel like a roller coaster ride nah bloody awesome very awesome yeah no doubt at all and when we were talking and i see in the um even in the article where you've kind of had to throw the car back together to get the photo shoot done but um i've got a feeling at the moment it's back in bits again isn't it (laughs) uh maybe (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i've got a bad habit of that my own worst enemy so what's the plan? You, you you're taking it to Submarats, obviously. Um, obviously the trophy will be there on display with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, I said to my fiance from from the get go when I got nominated, I said, you know what? I said if I win this, I'm going to tidy some things up and I'm going to send it through a judge and then give the top sixty a crack. Yep. And then yep. it actually happened, and I went, oh, I guess I'm busy now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got shit to do. Yeah. And how is the lovely um, sheriff? Yeah, yeah, no, she's good. She's she's great. She's pretty. She's as excited as you. Sort of yeah, happy. yeah. Happen? Yeah. I think she's she'll just be happy once there's no more work to be done on it. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah. No, it's great. No, she's really good. good. She's a, she's she's great support. She you know lets me get away with it. So yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely fantastic, mate. No, and cool. um, you've got plenty of copies of the magazine. I noticed. Yeah, I've uh, got 12 so far. <laughs> so far. <laughs> well, mate, that yeah. co- I've got to say, I mean, we'll get we'll we'll get more into it when we do our review, but that that cover is that's one of my all-time favorite covers, I think. It just the the black with the green and just just the front of it and how the the stance on that thing is just sitting there, I reckon it's one of the best covers they've had in in, in quite a while. For me, I yeah. reckon it looked it came up fantastic. So was that a new shoot or was that just photos from beforehand? No, it was a, that was a new shoot. Um, yep. Matt Everingham shot these photos. Yep. So did, did you not yeah. read the did you not read the story yet? I haven't. I've only got the I've only got the bloody book today, and I I flicked through it. Um, <laughs> flicked through it very quickly. Basically, glanced at the pictures, but no, we're going away tomorrow. I'm packing it in the bag, and yeah. I'll uh, I'll read it on on our journey around Victoria. So, um, no, looking forward to reading it, but yeah, no, that, that cover was, um, yeah, absolutely no, this, unreal. I think that's why I bought so many copies. I might, I may be a little bit biased, but <laughs> <laughs> I see, but I might've picked up on the socials. You're offering to perhaps sign one for someone as well, you know, so you might hand a few out. Got to keep the fans happy, right? <laughs> so, have you got a big copy of that, like to put up on the wall or something? The street machine give you something like that, or? Um, the boys have said, yeah, they can send me a file and I can get it printed up or anything. Something. Yeah, no. Yeah. As of yet, I don't. So, but yep. I will be doing it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, cover, that cover has to yeah. be up on the wall, I think. Oh, and again, like I mean, they're saying, yeah, it's probably the most humble street machine of the year, like ever. You know, on budget, on the build, on you know, you're just getting in there and knocking it out, and then it turns up on the cover of the 400th issue. It's just everything just seems amazing, you know. I mean, it's been a hell of a week for this guy when uh, Rock Seven Three Seven won our car show as well, because <laughs> I really wanted that to happen. But yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a big week for icing. 
that's for sure. Yeah, yeah no, it's definitely a you know great, and it's good to see that a few of the um few of the other contenders you know messaged me and congratulated me yesterday too, which is which is good to see as well. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, that's what it's all about. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, there's I can't even remember how many cars they have. Is it twelve? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen cars. Yeah, there's something there for everyone's taste. Um, yeah. and you know, you got two votes here. Um, as far as both of us voted for you, at the back of my mind, probably like a lot of people, just thought, "Oh, Sharp HQ's got it," just because of there's such a build-up. But you know, uh, we all wanted you to win, and um, you did. It's, it's bloody fantastic. And you know, not to take anything away from any of the other entrants, but I think sometimes, you know, people love a love a good a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, that that definitely helped. And yeah, you know, not, mean, not, not to take anything away from the car. The car's freaking awesome. But you know, sometimes you know people can relate to things. Um, like you know, after you know losing my dad not that long ago, I can certainly relate to what you what you've done and and uh, the dedication to it. So you know, all the credit to you. That pitch you had up yesterday next to your old man's plaque that was just perfect. Absolutely, perfect. yeah, loved it. Pretty special that it came out on his birthday too. That was just a pure coincidence. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. bloody awesome. And I suppose, like I sang it out too because yeah, and I know a lot of people avoiding good running six cylinders because they'd really like to put a V8 in that car. You know, and I said at the time, I think I believe you know builds like this can see more cars built. You know, I can see. I mean, elbow grease, sweat, and tears, and all that don't cost you money. You know, you no, exactly right. Get out and have a go, and. Yeah, you know, I had mates that you know, used to say too, like, yeah, you, know, you mess it up in steel, you just start over. You know, it's not that hard to throw a piece away. You want to cut a bit out and weld another bit in, you know, and just oh, keep moving forward. So. I've done that multiple times. You know, you finish <laughs> something up and go, yeah, that's all right. And then you go home, come back the next day and go, no, that's shocking. I'm going to redo that. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's <laughs> all good. There it all starts somewhere, eh? It's all learning, though. And I, I guess you, you've done this. You, you've got a bit of an idea on how to do it. You can start on something else now. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember coming up uh, later in the episode is the LC GDR that we've um, got to do a bit of a purist makeover on. I'm not sitting there in wait, isn't it? <laughs> yep, that's just waiting patiently. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, one thing I was going to ask, is there any plans to perhaps bring it down Victoria to um, Motor X or whatever it is they have down here at any stage? Um. I never say never. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. I, if if all things fall into place, yeah, I think that could probably happen. Yeah. yeah. No, like I'm, I'm not against the idea. It's just the logistics and everything. Yeah. No, oh, it's it's yeah. bloody hard and everything. But I was just saying to, to Moses the other day. I said, "Geez, it'd be it'd be really good to um to see this thing in the flesh and you know meet you in person at some stage. But who knows? It might happen. You yeah. No. Know. I, yep. I, I'd love to come down for Motorex and stuff. It just, yeah, it depends on work and life and yeah, stuff like that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Still love the fact that we got on to you so soon, you know, that we got, we, but he interviewed you way too early, you know, like we were. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say to you, oh, maybe we should do the December issue. And I'm like, no, that'll give it away. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think it's worked out all right. It's worked out all right. Yeah, well, I've got a couple of points in here. Like, you know, I'm imagining that you've looked past uh, page 30, was it, where your car is, but what else do you like in the car, in the new issue? I haven't looked, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Just looking at the cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, 
couple of other things in there, but um, yeah, page 110's got a VC Commodore with a 454 in it, and that just lit this bloke up, you know, I was bloody nearly, I nearly would have seen that car close to new, you know, <laughs> like, we had a gold one back in the day too, just running big block chef, you know, before LSs and all the rest, and I just remember it about probably uh, 80, 81, I reckon it was, and yeah, that was a pretty exciting build. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. mate, we um, we might let you go and enjoy Friday night beers or whatever you got planned. Just really, really do appreciate the um, taking the time out to having a chat with us. And um, yeah, no, it's it's really we're both both really stoked. Really are. Well, Any time, guys. Thanks for having me, and thanks for all your support. If only I had the confidence you did from the start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, everyone's just been fueling us. Like, you know, we drop an episode and we've got no idea what we're doing all of a sudden. Everyone's hanging for the next one. So we've been, yeah, we've been a little bit spoiled in this bloody path we're taking. So, you know, and again, to have access to guys like yourself, you know, pretty much the day after this magazine drops making the announcement, pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's worked out good. Really appreciate it, mate. So uh, you go and enjoy your Friday and go and, I don't know, look at your car or polish your trophy, <laughs> polish those trumpets, do whatever you're going to do. Are you sitting do. in it? Because yeah, no. you might be sitting in it. <laughs> no, thanks, guys. Oh, no, mate, no we'll, worries. We'll talk yeah. to you again and enjoy the uh, enjoy the rest of the ride. Enjoy the next 12 months of having that trophy. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to give it back already. <laughs> Go get a replica, mate. That's it. That, yeah, make a good review and pass it along. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all good, mate. Thanks so much for your time, Chad. All right, guys. Thank you. See Have you, mate. See ya. Bye. We're back. Yeah, back as easy as that. I feel like nothing happened. Jeez. I feel like we just closed our mouths for three seconds, but maybe that's all it takes. Uh, <laughs> you and I would have to hit stop. I'd be fumbling with my phone trying to find the pause button. The magic, <laughs> the magic of computers. Yep. There you go. Well, uh, anyway, general business. We got any general business? Nash is going fine, so uh, nothing to report no, there. Nash is going great. Um, I think you and I had, both had a really great response yesterday in back of Smash. Yeah, we um, went down to the little street machine. Um, what are they called? The uh, yearbook. yearbook launch. Yeah, yeah the yearbook launch so down there. It's good. Had a, had a chat with some legends. Met. Uh, tapped, yeah, Chris Thorogood and Telfo, yeah, no, Tappy and Sean, Telfo. the owner of the cover cast. So that was good. The um, video's up on our YouTube, yeah, that's it. I think we're trying fun. to get a bit more active on that side of things. Um, shows th- sort of start to come up. Got that good thumbnail with this idiot hang- oh, mm. hanging his head next to Telfo, a bit concerned whether he could actually have that conversation, but you know, yeah. he's a good man, it all flowed really well. That was well. really good. Good cars down there, and great to everybody that showed up. Oh, HQ run? Yeah, the HQ. Yeah, no, Last the, weekend, yeah. we went in, went in Donnie down the HQ one run. That's Once it. again, the uh, video is up on, on the YouTube. goes for a little while. We were down there for a yeah, good couple of hours, so there's lots of pictures, yeah. lots of uh, car footage, and spoke to a couple of uh, couple of HQ gurus. Um, Paul Jewell, well, you'll know him as Winged. Yeah, you got the Winged Ute, the yellow Ute. Yep. And um, the guys, Tom and Glenn um, from HQ Cruise Club of Victoria, they're the guys that put it on. Yep. Random um, new old mate, Ian, that I just plucked out of the crowd. Yeah. That they, was just sitting on the corner of his tunner. It was his dad's, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was one? his dad's tunner. Yeah, Another no, legacy was, build, that one. It was uh, It was just good to get out. I know it's a bit of a, like, it'll take us two hours or something. Yeah. You put about 300 k's and I'll 
Oh, Donny. It flies in the face of us trying to keep it close to 20,000. Just went, yeah. you know what? Let's go. Mm. <laughs> but I think, like a lot of people, I think after lockdowns and, and whatnot, I think a lot of people just itching to get out. And yeah, I think there would have been well over 100. Yeah. It would have been over 100 HQs there, sure. Oh, have surely. to be 150, yeah, even. I, would have thought. Know, I think there was an odd Tirana, VK. Yeah. Maybe a couple of H, you know, square noses, as they yeah. call them. The panel van, the early panel oh, the van. Oh, well. the HJ panel van. So, um, yeah, no, there's a bit good. of gear around there. We did to want see. to catch up with a few other guys, but uh, just ran out of time. And, you know, when everyone's out taking photos and catching up with people, it's a bit hard to nail people down. And, yeah, and it's all sort of new. But, and all... it is, that sort of side of thing is new. But, uh, there's a couple of things coming up in Ballarat in the, in the next you know, month or so, which yeah. look, we'll hopefully get to and hopefully do more of that. That sort of roving coverage. Yeah, well, even on the uptake of the video dropped from yesterday, it just seems like people are keen to watch it. Mm. Like it was dropped about 10 o'clock at night and woke up to about, you know, 28 views or something this morning. So, yeah, we're not yeah. setting, not setting, not setting the world on records, fire, but, but still you know, pretty cool. That's 28 people that were sitting up after 10 o'clock at night to watch our video. <laughs> so I don't mind it. Uh, all good, mate. Uh, so. What else have I got here? Oh, yeah, we have. We've, Got our merch store. I don't, we actually mentioned the merch store on the podcast before. What, certifiedprinting.com? Yeah, no, we've mentioned it a few times. We gave it a bit. No, we do it on the videos, but I don't know whether we've actually done it on the podcast. I'll yeah. Have to, so anything you want at all with our logo on it, anything they have available can mm. be printed with our logo. So we don't have to stock T-shirts, hoodies, and all, in various sizes. You can just get on there yourself, sort it out. Yep. And, all, yeah, I keep all. saying it, but I need T-shirts. Yeah, I've... I've put an order in um, for a, a singlet and yep. t-shirt for summer because we can't be wearing hoodies to these summer shows. No, that's it. I saw someone ribbing us actually on Instagram. It might have been Tammy talking about the weather. Bankman up, racing, yeah. Yeah, the weather up north. Well, we're not really exactly Siberia, but we're not far from it, mate. So um, if you need to come down to Ballarat and yeah, yeah, well, that, yeah <laughs> experience well, the nice chill. Well, Telfo, but he honed in on me t-shirt that I was wearing, which was from the first John's Rod and Custom Picnic. He was straight onto that when I walked up in my T-shirt. So they're one of two in existence as far as I know. Anyone else can prove me wrong in the messages. Uh, it was a good uh, – anyway, it's been a good couple of weeks. Yep. Um, been busy. Still getting my head around this whole bloody uh, video editing stuff. But anyway, it's it's getting there. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Well, we've got here we're going to run through the questions with Dave. So um, – Got anything else to add in general business, mate? Uh, not really, mate. Probably about up to date there. Um, yeah, I suppose we still talk about driving Donny, but even when you rolled Donny down there yesterday, you know, it was good to see. And got, you know, we both got a bit of priority parking at one stage. So, yeah. You know, and, we uh, and we didn't mention in this podcast either the fact that you're in the Reader's Rocket section of the yearbook. Well, yes, that's going to be an interesting <laughs> review. I might have, to, I, I'll have to. Excuse myself from picking out of maybe the readers' rides. <laughs> yeah, well that's it. I could I could almost shout you out, but yeah, we'll, we'll no, just see. We we'll might have to pick that. three. We'll pick, we'll pick something. We'll probably pick four or five. Actually, in that book, the readers' ride section's pretty intensive anyway. So yeah, I'm no, like, pretty stoked to have the old beast in there. Yeah, it's no, good. it was good to see, and it was nice just to have a chance to talk to Telfo about it yesterday. Mm. But yeah, the most purest thing to land in Street Machine magazine, as far as we can work out, possibly. Yeah, anyway. Love it. Yeah, Not no. a feature, but I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So what are we doing? We're reviewing uh, December 2021 Street that, Machine magazine. That is correct. Which is kind of off the shelves now, so hopefully everybody hasn't filed it to the bottom of their drawer. 
hopefully just sitting on the top shelf and grab it and go through it with us. I thought when I did my notes the other day, I wrote down a whole heap of page numbers. Well, I I'm sort of did to mine. Think maybe I've got me doubts, but yeah. I, I sort of did mine in two parts because we were away when it came out. So I bought it before we went away and I was reading it on the holidays, but I didn't take any note taking stuff. So I sort of reviewed it when we got back and I've got all my, um, all my little uh, post it notes here. So, yeah, uh, well, we might rule me out on a couple of them. Maybe we'll start with you today. But uh, <laughs> what's your top car made in this magazine? AO's <laughs> choice. Well, I've actually got, I have got two. I've got two cars. Yep, yep. AO's choice number one is page 95. Yep, yep. The blue HK. Coco Sheehan. Okay, let's fly along. I yeah. love everything about this car. Yep. The fact that it's HK, probably my favourite hole never made, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's something about a blower hanging out of a bonnet. Yep. doesn't really matter what make or model it is, but when it's on a car that looks like that, terrific colour, like it's a new colour. Yep. I think it's off one of might be a new Monaro colour or something like that, but... It's in that same old school 60s kind of blue. Yeah. So it sort of looks like an old colour, but it's a new. Um, I love that he's kept the bench seat. I love that he's kept the original steering wheel. That, for me, the way it sits. Yep. Every, there's not a thing I do not like about that car. Yeah, no, it's a cool car for sure. So, um, yeah, definitely that one for me. LSX 376. Loan and um and yeah you, know, you you just read this blurb on uh, page ninety six started out as just a bit of a conversation and by about twelve thirty that night I drove it home with a new blower. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's bloody brilliant. We but should no, all have just... such luck, but um I even noticing the baby seat retrimmed, yep. you know, being yep. trimmed to match the interior as well. Yeah. No. Just um, always throw those bonus points. I probably in. should have reread the stories because I said it's been a good month or so since I actually read them. But, um, but yeah, just that that car for me is the pick of them. So um, like I said I got two, so we might as well go into your number one, mate. Yeah, well, you know, I can't help but pick uh, the one that I was pushing pretty hard for. You know, putting little subliminal messages in our podcast. But uh, yeah, no, Chad Ribbon's definitely got to the top of the tree for me. It was just. Feel good story of the year for this bloke, I yeah, guess. Even though I, and I haven't even put post it notes in that one, other than a special mention or, yeah, no, a tough shot to come up later towards the back of it. But no, it was definitely, again, just so great to see it. No, you know? it was a good outcome. And such a humble winner, you know, in a world of uh, shop built custom bloody street machines. Yeah, and was, uh, well, look, as we know, after talking to him that day, yeah, the, um, I think the day we rang him, was, I mean, he obviously knew a little bit before that he won the uh, won the award. But that day that we rang him, I think his car got written off or T-boned that morning. Yeah, in the, his daily, so he bit a bit of sweet that day. But anyway, yeah, that's it. And we initially talked about him being in the car, perhaps when we got got around to doing it as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, pan out that no, way. He had a he had a shit day. So yeah, no, that's it. But it's just good to know too. Like he's back into that car, like cleaning it up. Yeah, you know, pushing hard to try and get top sixty. So um, just nice to be able to have a bit of his time and that's it. while he's right in amongst it. So no, that was good. 
also put on that article about the um, the opening pictures of that article, just the opening two photos, the Sorry Dad plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and again, absolutely killer art article, you know, yep. written by Andrew Broadley, photos Matthew, Matthew Everingham, but just to have his old man there in there have the, holding up the number plate. Yep. And Chad holding up the trophy, like it's just, yeah. I think it was on his Instagram that he um, he had a picture of the uh, trophy next to the his, his dad's plaque, I think, which was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And, and I broke down here too, you know, we know I could gush all day on the joy that I feel about this. If you want to go back to past episodes, by all means, you know, it's <laughs> all over the place. Um, but, yeah, brilliant article. And as Street Machine had mentioned, probably the most humble winner ever of the mm. grand trophy. And, oh, yes, it's humble. But yes. It's awesome. Feel good tale of the year, and the mag dropping on Dad's birthday, six cylinder trimatic. You know, yeah, I just couldn't go past it. Mm. So there you go. Did you get a second top car? Yeah, I did. If you go to page thirty-seven, big uh, the big hard top. Oh yep, yep, yep. You know, I got it. I reckon I got it in there for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Once again, around fumbling notes, pretty Scotty for to the rescue. Once again, not much not to like about that car. Look, it's people will probably go each way with it with its big wheels and everything, but um, yeah, I'm a fan. Steve Brew's uh, 77 Falcon hardtop or coupe. Dare I say a coupe. Some people will shoot me for that. Coupe's where you keep your chickens, apparently. The hardtop. <laughs> um, but you sort of look at it and you think, oh, yeah, just, uh, you know, Another coupe with a sorry hard top with a blower, but then you actually read the story and have a look at these pictures and the engineering and the the bits and pieces that are on this thing are pretty intense. So uh, yeah, that's definitely slot number two for me. Yeah, it's got your own colour too, I suppose. It's yes, it's silver. It's silver. It's <laughs> silver, grey, and silver. you know, blowing out the bonnet. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that. But uh, look, I don't even know whether you even if you're holding or prize or whatever, you you can't say that a Falcon Coupe is a bad-looking car. No, they're sexy. I don't think. They're sexy, for sure, and they're, they're cross uh, genres. They're a good thing, and I do really like the front of the XC with the four headlights. Yep. I know a lot of people like the, the square GXLs, but I, don't know, I like that XC grille. I think that's probably the pick of that yep. era. I got my, yeah, well, those, We know those rectangle GXL headlights look really great in Holden's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might upset, but I've got two mates that have got you know, basically both got XCs and yeah, two totally different takes on it. So each to their own on that. Um, I got a second top car as well. It took page me a while to find at, it. Mate? Hey, page we looking at? We're going to page one hundred and eleven, mate. One eleven. Oh, look at that! Bang on it. Yep. Oh yes, go. I actually had this in an honourable mention. Yeah, oh, no. Well, Glad it gets a mention, but Pro VC, the LS7 454. Uh, Mum and Dad bought it for him. Uh, it was basically, it sat idle for a while. It was built to go drag racing, mm. and then drag racing died in, a, died in a big heap for about, you know, 11 years until 2016, I think it was, that we got back into it and decided to head it down that street path. But when I sort of opened the page, started looking at the article and just to see that fat block, Sitting in a Commodore. I can't re- – I mean, I'm not saying it's never happened, but I can't remember seeing a 
big block in an early Commodore. I remember them vividly from when they were first, you know, like the first couple that happened, you know, like it was a Yeah, I it certainly was a don't remember state. seeing one and um, certainly different. And, yeah, I, like I said, it's it's in my honourable mention. So yeah. um, we've kicked I remember, that one off. I remember gawking at those crate, crate LS7s just wanting one. Wanting one. I remember <laughs> being a kid just going, what a way to buy an engine, just go and buy one in a box. You know? Yeah. But uh, so the fact that it's still 454 cubed, that it's LS7, yeah, that just, again, made me smile from a nostalgic perspective. And just a good-looking car. Like, you know, the early Commodores, I mean, I I like them, but they can sort of go either way when people start stuffing around with them. But I think he's done a great job of it. Yeah. It sits, you know, the um, obviously the big tubs. Yep. Um, And the fact that it wasn't built to be streetable and then it's had to be kind of mm. virtually refined to be able to get Rego on it. But yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, definitely. No, I'm with you on that one for sure. Yeah, I don't think I had much else written down about it. Um, in our tough as and the nostalgic tingler award, give me the nostalgic tingles, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah. No other top picks for you, mate. No, no, that was it. I just went with the two Chad's oh. Ute because you know I backed it all the way, and yeah, Pro VC, just love it. Makes an old, old bloke like me smile pretty hard. Oh, what do you got for best best of the build? Okay, what page is the best of the build, mate? You might have to get your give me uh, a reference. My page starts at one sixty two. Yeah, my page numbers are going to start to come back to me at some point because I see them further down the page. But yeah, it must have been a late inclusion. So I've gone for one sixty three. Yep, the XF panel van oh, yeah. yep. of Alex Turnbull. Um, Big fan of the fact that it's running the XE front. Mm, I was just about to say that. He's done a done a downgrade on it. And you know, and I suppose that's probably gonna open the world up to maybe XGs, you mm. know, taking early fronts as well. Like we yeah, you know, I hadn't haven't I can't remember having seen one. It's a bit like you take yeah, on it's big usually block the other way. but yeah, usually ever and yeah, we did it, Carl McGill with his four sixty XD that he put all the XF gear on, XF M on gear mm. trim, but to actually backdate an XF or an XG, I think it's mm. a great idea. Um, currently building a Barra, uh, looking for a 1,000 rear-wheel horsepower in it too. That'll be fun in a wagon, yeah, in a van. In a van, but just the colour looks good, just the fact it's sitting on pro convos. Yeah, no, I like it. Eager to see it out and about. Mm. But that earlier front, yeah, big mm. win there. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about yourself in the best I of the builds? I went mate? for page 165 and – Going into this little truck obsession, the uh, Chevy C10 of James Clark. Yep. <clears throat> yep, yep. Uh, LSA crate motor and uh, six speed. Yeah, going three that's, pedals. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, full detailed chassis sitting there by itself, body back mm. on it. And those that I, I like the shape of those late sixties. Chevy Utes, I reckon they're all right. Yeah, no, they're hard to go past those C10s for sure, mate. No, that's a beauty. like it a lot. Got anything else, mate, or was that it? No, not at all, mate. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy to take you to me tough shot on page 34, though. Get it we, can do, we can do tough shot. Oh, oh yeah, well, I forgot. keep forgetting what order we're in. <laughs> I've just got it written down. As <laughs> re- reader's pride I've got next, but whatever you want to do, mate, I don't. Yeah, no. yeah, well, we're going to do Tough Shot for tough a Tough Shot, right? I suppose it's just, yeah. yeah what page pretty, you got? Uh, what did I say? Page 35, uh, 34. I'm still looking for it, so you're not dragging too far page behind. Page 34. 
top of the page, right-hand side, it's got the number eight on it. It's in the Chad Ribbons article. So don't get confused. So, yeah, which one are we talking about? We've got the Lloyd up the top. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah, the Lloyd on a bit of a tip, you know. We <laughs> learned a lot about the Lloyd through meeting uh, Chad. I even learned what a Lloyd was. But... Yeah, I'd ne- certainly never heard of it either. But... And when he sent those photos through to the Instagram of him and the old boy tearing it up and then when it rolled over mm. and they're repairing it on the video. So, and other members of our Instagram have commented they do remember seeing the Lloyd at that event. Mm. You know, so yeah. I just thought, no, nah, that's pretty relevant as a tough shot for this guy. Yep. Um, and, yeah. So I also went for one more, if you'll indulge me just for yeah, a sec. I think I've got two. I went to page 89. Two tough shots, page yeah. 89. Which is in the middle of the recap, street machine recap. Yeah, there was some good stuff in that. But the photo up the top on page 89 labelled 2000. Oh, yeah, the Tirana, yeah. With the Pro Street Tirana sitting there yep. out on the streets. But, um, yeah, what is it? Uh, Arby and a snapper, Mark Bram. Bramley hit the main streets of Sydney to cover the illegal street racing scene. This yarn raised more than a few eyebrows, especially with Andrew when a certain pro street Tirana was pictured with its race numbers visible. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty tough. Yeah, the ones we were watching, buddy, tearing it up on the strip. Couldn't get it. Tearing it up on back roads. You just couldn't get away with that now. Yeah, well, I don't know. We could test the water. <laughs> <laughs> Probably this afternoon, mate. I think yeah. all the police are looking at you at the Eureka Centre. Oh, well, they will be diverted, so... Um, yeah, yeah, Matty Gherkin. Oh, no, he won't get this until about, what, a week's time, so no good shouting it out yet. Uh, <laughs> I, one first tough shot is uh, back to that Falcon, which is page 40, that front-on look. Yep. Um, that just looks like it's going to eat you up. Yeah, no, it's killer. And the blower's sitting really high, and I know the, the angle of the camera, but it's just... yeah. It's, but it looks like it's been. It just looks like it's going to just run you over. Yeah, uh, that's tough um, as well. Tough shot number two. If you go to page one hundred four, up the top there, there's a yellow Monaro with <laughs> once again a blown motor, <laughs> just smoking the rears. <laughs> and um, good action shot. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. And your favourite HK. Yeah, yeah, hard to beat. Yeah, no, that's definitely a ripper, mate. So it's got our tough shots out of the way. You got no more? No, I've got no more, mate. No, do you want to go back to Reader's Pride or you want to yeah, go? Yeah, no, we'll one? go Reader's Pride now because that's what's next. We just seem to have to buddy, get everything to suit this guy. That, oh, uh, well, you, go, you can go first, mate. Yeah, what page is Reader's Pride? There you go. <laughs> really revealing my hand at the minute. 180. 180. Yeah, well, if, you, if you're there before me looking at an XE Fairmont, Joel Oliver... Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, so I'll go back and remind myself why and what it was about. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Joel Oliver, what did I write about it? Um, brought it at 15 as his first car, 300 bucks. Good on him. Had it for six years. Um, built with Dad and Uncle in, in a dodgy shed. Uh, and basically it's totally stock except for the wheels. So it's just an XE. Yep. Fairmont, you know, it's got all, and the only flashness is what Fairmont put in it. Yep. Um, once considered flipping it, and after a trip to the Red Centre Nats and a whole heap more driving, seems like he ends up loving it too much now to part with it. 
Yeah, good so on. this would have been a perfect opportunity to say, hey, by the way, it's for sale. <laughs> and instead he's gone, by the way, not for sale. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an old six-cylinder XE Fairmont that it, that's won him over. So, mm. no, I was a big fan of that. I also went with Rodney Anderson's HQ. Is that going to rule you out? Well, no. Look, I've, I've, only, got, I've only got one uh, for readers, pride, but, yeah, I, I have my eye on the HQ. Yep. Stady, because I do love a big whale. Yep. And look, I'm going to mention the ZH Fairlane on the opposite page. Yep. Once again, I do like a big whale. Yeah. And, but purely for the fact it's got big, deep dish 12 slotters on the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I did pick up. I don't know that. whether there's a more perfect wheel combo for that car. No. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I love deep dish 12 slotters. Yeah. Just that big flat rim. We on a Ford, say. don't worry. Yeah. I'm, don't put them on a hold no, in case someone gets angry. Put them on a hold, and I don't care. Oh no, I'm just being. I'm just being. <laughs> you know what? You know what I mean. It's just but no, they like a, yeah. We used to say you could nearly eat your dinner off the bloody flat part on a twelve big twelve slotter. Mm. Yeah. But my actual readers' rocket is page one eighty one eighty one, and that's the uh, mock up. Welcome yep. of Wad- uh, Sorry, Rodney Magro. Yep. Um, love a Walkie, whether it's real or fake. Yeah, no, There'll be more good. fake ones now than real ones, but who cares? I don't. I don't care. A lot of work in faking one too, you know, like a lot of extra bits and pieces they involved. Just, I mean, they got a lot of, they got a lot of shit back in the day. You know, oh, the body kit looks shit, and all. the body kit was functional. Like that body kit is what yeah. they raced at, at Bathurst. Yeah. Um, Mister Walkinshaw designed it for a purpose. Yeah. And they brought it to the street. I, I've always loved. It. I remember seeing one for the first time. You know. Back in the back in the day, and it just yep. it just blew me away. Love at first sight, and the color, like I I love that color. Yep. And then you open the bonnet, and I mean this one's got the the LS in it, but you know that yeah. twin throttle body, yeah. it's apparently apparently you're looking at twenty grand yep. now, or fifteen or twenty grand for one of them things now, which seems a bit unbelievable. But um, yeah, just you open the bonnet on that, and um, yeah, I've always been a fan and. This little replica's done really, really well. Yeah, that's a lovely car, mate, for sure. And so with that, going back to that HQ statesman of Rodney Anderson, um, just, you know, 350 Pro Convos, you know, it could be a genuine 350 car, I don't think it is. Um, but it's got VE buckets and flow-through console, mm. so it's got buckets front and rear, and it just looks like a traditional old HQ I think I said to you, said you, it might have been on the way back from... HQ run, I think HQ Stady yep. is a WV front. Yeah. I think that's almost the perfect combination because um, the, the back of the HQ Statesman's look awesome. That's probably the pick of them. Yep. And I do really like the front of the WVs. Yeah. I've been looking at a photo of a HT Monaro with a uh, HJ to HZ Statesman arse end on it mm. and a boot spoiler. Oh, yeah. That scared a few people, that car, but, you know, <laughs> we know I like those things. <laughs> Tests everybody's grace and respect and dignity. Oh, look, there's you a lot. something like that. There's a lot of, I mean. Uh, one bloke commented he'd like to see it without the boot spoiler and with smoother lines, and I said, will you build that one then hmm. and we can see it, you know. <laughs> oh, look, the, we go through it and it, it seems yeah. to be getting more and more prevalent on the on the interwebs, but, you know, at well, the like, end of the day, if someone's putting their car up for display or in a picture on a Facebook post, it might not be to your taste, might not yeah. be to mine. It doesn't matter. It's the bloke who built it or the, yeah. the 
the chick who built it. I witnessed, I witnessed the exact opposite yesterday down in Bacchus Marsh because old mate that I had with him when uh, we showed Telfo some photos of what he'd been building and Telfo said how much he loved him. <laughs> we walked off and he said, Jesus, nearly got tears in my eyes because mm. people have ridiculed this bloke for his artistic direction of his mm. builds and, you know, all of a sudden that didn't matter you know, at all in and, that moment. And look, it's, um, it's a different time. I mean... At the moment, the current trend is, yes, everyone's going back to bog stock original and it's it's going to be worth so much more and all that. But you know, it's it's sort of like me me with Donnie. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I'd I'd love to, to do something else, but I also respected that car yeah. needs to stay as it is yeah. as it is. But, you know, if if I get if I've got something that's you know, if needed a full redo. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing it stock. No. Nah. I'd be doing it the way I freaking want it. Well have a look at what he pulled Jewel. You know what he it's did prime with example. the Ute and yeah, the he's, fact that he started built that car that in twenty fourteen. He's built that car <laughs> to his own specifications and he loves it. Yeah. And look, most people love it. It could have been another Sandman Ute. Well it could have been. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um you know, don't get me wrong, I love a good Resto of a of a of an original car. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. But if you're just building it because that's the way it has to be, if you think, yeah, you know that's the way it has to be, well, I miss the point. You're just not building, not building it for the right reasons. Yeah, no, totally agree with you there, mate. That's just my view. Don't don't come at me. No, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> direct all animosities towards AA. Anyway, that was a bit of a, bit of a tangent. Where, where are we up to? We're definitely on tangents. Are we at Sundays yet? No, uh, no I haven't done Sunday sesh. No. So we're there now? There now. Okay. So Sunday sesh, I don't know, part, uh, part one, right? I've, I've, done, I've done you for Sunday sesh. I didn't write down a page number, but I've got it. Yeah, well, I'm over on page 193 at the minute. Got it on my tags. Yep, one ninety three. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm down the bottom with the photo of the two Commodore vans. Oh yes, by James Ellis. Yep. Um, he does a fair bit with Majestics Australia, the panel van group on Facebook. Yep. Posts a lot of historical stuff. But one thing I've picked up in some recent posts is how much he truly loves that blue van of his. Yeah. And just yep. driving it and getting out amongst it. Once again, they're another thing that got. A lot of flack. Oh, they're just a ute with a canopy on it. It's like, well, yeah, they kind of are, but they're yeah, but they kind of are, but they're kind of not because that the, the canopy, like to me, a canopy just bolts on the back, comes from the back of the cab, where this thing is a whole new. We can change the whole yeah. roofline. It comes oh, from the windscreen do. back. Yeah, yeah, no, um, and a lot of them are doing it too. A lot of them are actually yeah creating full vans out of that set. That a, setup. A, a mate of mine had one of the VY. Um, Holden by design Sandman's, which was the same thing, had the, the thing like this body type on it. Yeah. And it was done by Holden. Yeah. It was, you know, it was badged the Sandman. Yep. And, um, oh, yeah, it's just a Ute, just a Ute. But, you know, it was a purple SS Sandman, Holden by design. Yep. A ripper car, manual thing. All the, he, he lined all the inside with, I don't know, one of the marine carpet or something like that. So apart from not having access, yeah. To, you know, through to the cabin. Yeah. It was a panel van. Yeah, well, um, playoff, but he entrant uh, John Smoother. 
mm. in our in our car show, our virtual car show. His old man's just got gull wing doors, bloody whole manner of custom stuff. But it's what I picked up at parks at the nationals. There's a lot of them that have been opened up. Mm. A lot of them are now full vans. You know, yeah, it's kind of and. You know, not everyone can go and buy pay fifty thousand for a HQ to HZ panel van body. Mm, that's right. You know, so but it's, it's got to be a time where you know it's got to be a stage where you know the younger generation or the kids coming through will see a VE Commodore and love it, like yep. like we loved VBs and VCs, and you know I hope that spurs on these guys to build yeah build these cars exactly. Exactly. Always going to be different because there's so many restrictions and stuff of what they can and can't do on these newer cars and what yeah. they can do with the older ones. But then, and we're not even built like we're not building a panel van in this country anymore. No. So they're going to eventually sneak up too and take That's off it. to the point where you can't buy them. But right now, it's the time to get into one. Um, I'll give it a special. I'll give it a uh, Sunday mention too to the two boys standing in front of the tea bucket. Yeah, I had that just above that. Yeah. I had that one as mine. I love the fact that, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing maybe they're brothers, but they're just totally different kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, they could be, I don't know, but yeah. I love a tea bucket. Who doesn't love a tea bucket? Yeah. And certainly kids, kids love it. But yeah, they're yeah. starting to find their way into a lot of photos too. Mm. <laughs> getting, getting little ones dropping in everywhere. So well, I had that one and I, I did have another one over the page 191. The, uh, the green SS. Yeah. Little Spider Man dude, give him a thumbs up. I love an SS, and um, so does this little champion by the looks. Oh, like. yeah, no, that's absolute champion level. That one, it reminds me of the photo that Clarky put up of Nash the other day, too. And Darren to Maxfield, Darren Maxfield is the winner there, yeah, and yeah, James Ellis for mine, as well as uh, Ron Ford, we didn't mention who shot the two boys in front of the tea bucket mm. or took photos of. <laughs> um, any more Shot a couple uh, of kids <laughs> I just picked up what you said there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, any more on the Sunday no There's no honourable mentions honourable mentions next mate yeah no, no worries I've okay. got five how many you got yeah well, you make a start uh, what have we got honourable mention number one oh, the story on the fabricator Oh, for two. We were talking about talking about yesterday. Yeah, we were too talking to uh, Chris about it yesterday. Yeah, uh, page one thirty-two. That's it, Robbie Fatiki. That's the one. Um, really good story. Um, and more so the photos and the stuff he's building. Oh yeah, no, it's incredible work there for sure. Just a, amazing. I've actually put a big post-it note at the top that says, "Let's go, AO." Yeah, same. well, where is he? Bendigo. Or I think something, he's up past you know? Bendigo somewhere, but really go for a drive. The thing that really got me is this I think it's XY, XW, XW, the wagon that's, that's in the build. Oh, wow. I cannot wait to see that car. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's the body's um, missing cradle holding the rear end. And... Good, good story. Um, I like how he sort of. Uh, when he's doing the build, he approaches Vic Roads straight up yep. to see what he can and can't do, like how far he can physically take it. Like if you read the story on this, I think it's the XW or there's one of them there. He's basically kept what he has to to keep it an XW without 
Yeah. Making a 2021 car. Yeah, I know. So, um, I don't know. I can't remember whether it's the XW or something else, but I was reading it. But yeah, it's basically gone as far as he can go. And, um, look, a mate of mine built his own street rod there a little while ago. Oh, 10 or 15 years ago. And yeah, he had to register it as a 2016 something because he built the chassis himself. Yep. So it had to be. Yeah, I yeah, know you mean. Uh, yeah, all the uh, Enviro ADRs and ADRs. Up to to, like he had to have a steering column out of a Hyundai XL. Yep. Uh, he did have it on gas because of the emissions. Um, but he got jack of it and put it on straight rod reg, I think, at the end of it. Yeah. You know, I know what you mean. But no, it's it's good. And one-stop shop, you know, you're not getting yeah. a bit of fab work done and then off trying to chase an engineer, you know. It works well, that's right what we were talking project. about yesterday. That's what, yeah, Tappy A lot of the saying. shops, you know, do the work and then they, you know, get get someone else to engineer it. But, um, obviously, you, judging by the work, it, it wouldn't be cheap, I wouldn't imagine, but wow. Yeah. Certainly worth the money by the looks of it. Yeah, no, that's it. And well and right. truly worth going for a look, I'd say. Yeah, it might be one. Check it out at some point, mate, and maybe hit up some uh, Neville 8 crew around Bendigo and catch up with them too. Yep. Yeah, no, wouldn't mind doing some road tripping. Now, I'm taking us for my first special mention to page 80 to 91. It's the recap. Yeah. Defining features. That was good. Checking out the best special features to run in the last 400 issues. But, yeah, special – and. Basically, you know, story by Simon Telford, photos from the archives. But, um, yeah, the cat killer stuff I gave a mention to, absolutely killer. I had this on my special mentions Yeah, well. Yeah, so that was kind of – but, yeah, just when you look through and flick across, the same as the anniversary issue, you know, like they've just done such a great job of nailing those moments that matter. Well, it's it just took me took me back, particularly that 88 um, – the little the pictures of the eighty eight there, like I can remember seeing some of these cars like at Calder Park. Yeah. Back in the day when I was when I was a kid going to the drags. Yep. With, uh, and there's the your uncle. La- yeah, well there's your later statesman with the WB front on it. The and white one. Clearly really. a HJ well, The um But things like that, there was a white wagon as well that was featured the same time as that was featured, you mm. know, WB statesman front on a white wagon and it just basic cars. Mm. But yeah, as it's basic cars, like these back in the day, like these guys built the cars to go, yep, go as fast as they could. They they weren't show cars. They weren't no. They weren't anything. Um, they yeah. looked good, but I mean, I remember going to the drags and and seeing these, you know, these street cars flying down the quarter mile, and they've got six different shades of paint on them. They've got undercoat panels and yep and what, but they didn't care. They just Built to go down the drag strip. <laughs> you probably don't see a lot of that anymore. I don't, I don't know. Even the, if you go to the drags now, all the cars are, are pretty good looking things. And yeah, well, pretty tidy cars. Yeah. Like back, what's I said, back in these days, the drag cars were drag cars. They weren't yeah. polished. Well, Burnout Pete, me mate, now um, he's got the XR Falcon 500 and bought the running gear out of an XT that had run 10s. Uh, no, it run 11s. And he just, Took it like eight years of building the car by himself. It's absolutely beautiful, this mm. car. Like the trim didn't have a mark on it, but he retrimmed it. And it wasn't until he retrimmed it that I realised why, because there's a metallic through that vinyl that you just couldn't see in the other version. Yeah. You know, it's the whole car pops. But he took it to Heathkit, 
for um, the Ford Nationals last year just to prove that it could run the time that he thought mm. it might run. It ran in 11.60. Yeah. And he said, well, that's it. It's all picnics and car shows now. Yeah. Well, no, nah, because he's at um, he's at Heathcote this weekend and he smashed his personal best, 11.58. He's running that car now. But, but when I went to see him last year, like the missus, got mum, got dad, got the baby all on the hill. It's like a Super Bowl. Mm. You know, it's kind of, it's good stuff. Yeah. No, it's that was a good trip down memory lane. That story I said I got that taken two of my special mentions because no. I had the Pro VC as well. Oh yep, yep. Well, do you want to go can, for another one? I can cross those two out. Oh, yes, honourable mention. Uh, page sixty-six. Oh yeah, I've got Killer that. HJ. I gave that a mention for one reason. Jeremy Tomic. Yep. This car, um, as, you, as I've said before, I'm a big fan of the HJs. Yep. A lot of people don't like the square nose, but I love it. And this thing's an absolute beast. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, my one my one comment on that one was the boot lid. Boot lid. The fact that it's HJ perfect and it's running a HZ yeah, boot lid. Yeah, it's got, lid. The, got the, the, uh, the raised up boot lid. <laughs> yeah, no, love that. Because that's just a personal call that's got to be. You know? Yeah. But that had me smiling straight away. 1130 horsepower. Killer. Yeah, no, big fan of that car. Yeah, killer HJ. It was sense. it was borderline up there. I was nearly going to put it in my uh, AO's pick, but I thought just got to just got to draw a line. Yeah, <laughs> got to get a line drawn draw a somewhere. Line. And again, that's I'd be what pretty, honourable mentions are for. <laughs> yeah, well, I would have been pretty hypocritical not to pick Chad's car as me top car in this magazine after all the hype. You know, same thing. Um, I could take us to page twenty if you wanted to turn the page, but. Uh, yeah, we've got Simon Major doing his feature now on Simon. Gary Johnson in the snapshots. Simon's been busy, eh? Yeah, I'm just really enjoying those historical posts, you know, and I read through it a bit. It's sort of funny because Gary Johnson, you know, says how he was trapped in a boating fa- in a boat family. The family were all possessed with boats. But, um, and yeah, they tried to bloody drive, drive it in. I think there's a quote in there somewhere talking about... Um, an aspirin with an axe. <laughs> like trying to cut an aspirin with an axe. But, yeah, but no, just a funny article. Um, yeah, just a good story, I guess. Uh, yep. And, and just delving back into the past. Yeah, no, he, he, look, they really couldn't have picked anyone better to do these little history stories. I think Simo's just a, absolutely dedicated to that. Yeah, history of street machine, and um... I'd like to read this one too. Just number two in there, which deals with the uh, the XE van there, his van. But um, was working as an apprentice diesel fitter. Shelled out nine thousand for a bog standard brown XE van. I love that thing. He said it was two fifty cross flow column manual, only ninety thousand k's on the clock. Added a three fifty one Cleveland and a C four, and after blowing up numerous Borg Warners, added a disc brake nine inch. Um, I was on about 140 a week, which allowed me around $90 for a new tyre each <laughs> pay packet. Thank goodness I was still living at home. A respraying cobalt blue, dragway drag lights, upped its street cred. Gary was always doing burnouts and racing it. Sometimes I even won. <laughs> he laughs. Gary ran at this guy's for a few years before pulling the Clevo out, converting it back to 4.1 and single rail for a trip around Australia. 
Like, nice. <laughs> yeah, I lived in this van for six months during that trip into this day. It's one of my most favourite cars I've ever owned. But mm. how many people, you know, we're going on holiday, so oh, we can't the take the car, we better take the van or we better mm. take something else, you know. Let's just pull the motor out and throw something cheaper to run in it and off we go. But, yeah, just funny how that went full circle, that van. That's awesome. And clearly by the article, he's, he's got no brand allegiance either, you know. Yeah, and look... The brand allegiance, I think there's still a little bit of it. And even I remember you know, in high school, um, you know, the uncle, uncles were always doing up Fords. You know, dad had Fords. Granddad worked at Ford. Dad worked at Ford for a little while here in Ballarat. Yep. Um, so I guess I just had an allegiance with Ford. Yeah. And, yeah, there's always kids at school that were holding them. Uh, it was always that Ford v Holden rivalry. Yeah. I don't know whether you sort of see it as much nowadays. I think people just seem to appreciate car. I mean, I know there'll be diehards on each side of the fence, but I don't know whether it's as prevalent. I really want to know if you yeah. saw that HQ posted last night with the XY tail lights in it. Yeah. The yellow one. I've seen that before, yeah. Yeah, and I'd seen it before yeah. too, but I'd seen it being ragged on in a different group mm. and shared it into custom cars, Oz, and it got a bit of appreciation. But mm. I just like, I mean, people don't have to like it. I just like to see the way people deal with things mm. like that because the first comment I saw on it last night was a vomiting emoji, <laughs> like with no words at all, you know. It's like. <laughs> Once again, it's a di- it was different time. their own and different people just did and... People did shit because they could. Yeah. Um, look, to me. I don't think it, it sort of made it look like a Cortina. I thought it was a Cortina at first. Place. Yeah, a bit TCTD. At the end of the day, it's his car if he wanted it like that. But you know, Personal choice. The, the Allegiance thing, you know, yeah. I said it grew up probably as a Ford yep. and I've never had one. Yeah. All my car, <laughs> like all my, like, as you say, special cars, like yeah. you know, the, the VC, the HR, yep. uh, the VK. Yeah. Um, what else? The, the yeah, Donny. Yeah, I've, I've never even looked at having an old Ford for so, and I don't know why. Yeah, it's just the way it's played out. Anyway, I say I'd appreciate, but I appreciate yeah. all brands and I've badges. Had, I've had a bit of everything. Yeah, and like I keep saying, not everyone can have a Nash. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now I'm going to page fifty-four for a special mention on the fifty-four Willies of Mark Forsman. Oh, yes. Yeah, so pick up homegrown job, packing junkyard 5.3 LS with a 78mm turbo strapped on it, self-taught, and applied his new skills to this willies in order to learn how to build and race a drag car. Just a side note, that uh, gas of beetle just above it, how's that? Yeah, that's that's the one, that's, that's the one Simo yeah. we're talking about in our episode. Yeah. They've been running probably. Over there in the US. But, yeah, just that Willie's just the mm. fact that he's built it for the sake of showing himself how to build a drag car. Yeah, you know, good well, on him. How do we do it? We'll build one and find out. Good on So, him. no, that was good stuff. I've only got one more honourable mention. Um, this is uh, page 44, 45. Um, picks by Chris Oregood. Yep, mm. yep. Oh, yeah. This bloke, Matt Watts. Aside from having one of the flashiest mullets I think I've ever seen, <laughs> like there's some dedication in that mullet growing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, definitely. No, that's 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 a that's a haircut. 
this <laughs> this car is sensational. As is his Ute. And I I don't know whether we reviewed it. I don't know whether it was in this year or last hmm. year. But he's got a white HQ Ute. Yep. And up with the Sandman stripes. Same sort of engine setup. Yep. Yep. Mint car, and he uses you know, cart around motorbikes and yeah, wood and whatever. But <laughs> um, this thing, I did see a video of it yesterday. I think he's at is it Super Nats. Is oh, that yeah. on at Winton or something? Yeah, on at Winton. Got yeah. the hatch hutch. Yeah, all lined up. Yeah, um, <laughs> and obviously loves to flog the shit out of it because uh, the video I saw yesterday was just smoking the rears for fair stretch of the old racetrack, but um. Absolute yeah. legend, this bloke. Uh, follow him on the Instagram. Yeah, I mean, it was Leroy saying he loves it when people, you know, spend all that money on a car and then beat it like it yeah. has some money. That's right. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to enjoy him. Yeah. But well, yeah, I just, I just love that. Uh, that papaya. It's a good color. Yeah. It's great color. And it's good spec. Like that HQ run, that white hatchback that was down there, no flares yeah. and stuff, mm. that white SS hatch with yeah. the purple stripes. That was a cool car. I don't I don't mind it. I just I don't mind that that SS with just that flash down the side. It's a good look. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm taking us to seventy two. Which is your killer HJ. Oh yes. But I just wanted to make note of its time, I guess eight eighty three at hundred and fifty two mile an hour. Yeah. And room to grow by the sound of it. Unreal car. Yeah, definitely unreal car. It's almost scary what they're doing with, with motors and power now, like um, yeah, that much power and and I'm assuming this fella drives it around the street, probably changes the mapping on the computer or something. But, you know, like that guy we were talking to down at the um, HQ run with the uh, the red HQ twin turbo, which yeah, was 1,700 horsepower. 760, yeah, down from 2,200. Just out for a lazy the, Sunday, got the kid in the back. Strapping the baby into the baby seat. And I'm saying, oh, they tell me this has got 2,200. He goes, oh, no, only you know, 1,760 as it is right now. And I'm like, oh, I suppose that's enough to get you, take your missus and your baby down to get a bagel and a coffee. <laughs> flashback 20, 30 years ago to see a streetcar with 1,000 horsepower in it. Yeah. You'd, you'd never... You'd never see yeah. that, but like, those monstrous snails too. Like, like hmm. you said, it, it wasn't aggressive leaving. No. Like, it's pretty subtle. It just sounded but like they a, are until it sounded like sounded like a normal, you know, normal V eight. And the I'm same sure. with the power until you sort of jump on them. You know, sure, when he gets subtle. on the noise. Yeah, once you're on the noise, just the, the technology. I think you know it's allowing for this stuff to get built, which is great. Um, yep. You know, I'm, I'm I'm not a mechanic. I'm not a tech head, but I'm assuming probably remaps it. Goes to the drags, yeah. Runs the, whatever and comes home, remaps it for daily duties. Yeah, I don't know. It's it really that, fantastic. I mean, it was the pink um, GM power that Tirana. Mm-hmm. You know that car? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's got about four, five different settings in the computer. You know, mm-hmm. anywhere ranging from four hundred and fifty oh, to two with, and a half thousand horsepower with the know. motorbikes and all that. Now you, you can like you buy a Ducati yeah. now. Sport mode. You got sport mode, wet mode. Uh, and I think track, track mode. mode. I think there could be could be others, but power yeah. delivery is all different. Like it, um, I know on the it's probably the same for all of them. But I know on the Ducati, if you put it in race mode, yep, the, the throttle goes from full throttle, yeah, to full throttle being a quarter, yep. So yeah, it just, just remaps it. You just press a button and everything's changed. Yeah. Even our Mustangs the same. Yep. Um, I can flick that in track mode and. Everything disables. It even it even drives different. Like yep. the throttles more responsive. Noticeably feel it. You, you can actually 
you can hear it, you can feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just all the touch of a button. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Definitely find its way through all that tech into our cars. Um, That's all I had for honourable mentions, mate. Oh, I'm, mate, I'll keep I'm done if you've got more. Yeah, no, I've got more. I wanted to go to 76 for the, uh, well, starts on page 74, but that XP hardtop. Yeah, see, there's another one I was going to put in, but like, I've always as I been say, just... you've got to have a line. There's got to be a line. Yeah, I know. Well, the wit, the <laughs> Otherwise, wit... <laughs> I'm just going to put everything in Well, it. the rear wheel arch has got me on this one because I've always been a fan of radius wheel arches Well, we were discussing this. Tops. We were discussing this last week. We I'm were... not a fan of them. yeah. But, but it works on this. What about on the 55 Nomad, the grey one yesterday? Yeah, it, looks yeah. like, it, it's got, it has its place. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I don't like them on this. but Do you know what these are, though? Yeah, the wheel they're, arches? they're front. Yeah, they're fronts. Because I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, oh, front no. Front wheel he's... arches move to the back. So they give you that little bit more room. So first thing I thought, oh, no, he's done the radius wheel arches. And I'm thinking, hang on, has he? Yeah, no. I was really confused. Yeah, no, well, that was the one. That, that's why Until I Until I read the there. story and I thought, ah, Yep. Yeah, so they're no. XM front arches, yeah. Extra used points, in the rear. extra points for that one. Yeah, and it's give it that look, but it's a little more factory, I suppose, mm. than the look you don't, yeah. that you hate. So, hate might be a strong hate's word. a strong word. <laughs> you got to save up your slightly hate. dislike. Yeah, you can dislike a whole lot of things. <laughs> you got to save up your hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also taking us to page. Uh, where are we going now? Page one hundred and two. I just keep going, mate. I can't help myself. Uh, the bonnet on the XM wagon on page 102. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yep. <laughs> the pivot bonnet. But that wagon itself, like, you know. Yeah, it's a cool car. It's virtually an XM nomad. But, uh, yeah, the fact that the bonnet comes up all skewed on that single arm, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, yeah. Inside of it's pretty cool too. Yeah. And we're going to 126 for the uh, XYGS Barra. So I'll just keep picking cars and calling them special mentions. <laughs> this is what I mean. You, you know, I just make myself draw a line, otherwise you're just, going, well, you're you're just to, picking everything well, out. Well, maybe you've got to come around to my place and draw lines for me. What page are we talking about? <laughs> oh, yes. The, yeah, 126. That was actually X, a cool story, that, that one. XY with the Barra. That was a really cool story. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just like, yeah, I don't know, something that's classic muscle tough, popping the, up, the Barra upgrade. Yeah. Mind that at all, and big power too. Apparently, don't mention don't mention the barra. What's his name on our Facebook? And like oh, the barra. Yeah, no, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. The street machine still featuring barras. Three fifty. Three fifty Munro. Not a fan of the barra, but five. <laughs> you know, and and not not brutal, but you know, five hundred and seventeen hub horsepower. I think that's which, more than enough. For well, a more bit than, of fun. More than the old Clevo top loader version was initially. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, we don't have to go to Robbie for, T- for Keaty because we've already talked about mm-hmm. him. I might have called him for Tiki, so I'm glad I read his name again. Uh, page 136, what a wagon. That's all I wrote, wagon. So what? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, which was, yeah, again, that's his, his article on his shop and just that wagon. Once build. again, this Coyote motor and the Miami motors are coming, coming yep. out. I think it's... I think it's good. Now, if you don't like radius wheel arches, we can go to page 140 and check out the tech article. I oh, actually, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a bad story. On opening arches. Yeah. Yeah, in a more factory kind of style, but just a really good take on it and simplifies the process. Maybe it's a few more people throwing bloody 30-inch tall tyres under their HQ to HZs. Mm. So, uh, enjoyed that. Uh 
Did you have anything on an expression session? Because we used to. Well, yeah, I've got I've got that listed down here is to uh, discuss once we're uh, once we're done. Yeah, well, that's... actually, write down what uh, what page that was on. No, I didn't either. But that was my very that was the very end of my special mentions. Uh, Is that at the back somewhere? Yeah, I'm just looking for a page number at the moment. Uh, 150, mate. Yeah, so it was the Jeep. Yeah, pure hot rod Jeep. Once again, it's beyond ridiculous how realistic these things are getting. Yeah, and just art, you know, yeah. like just done on the computer digitally, not even a car. Mm. Phenomenal. Yeah, I don't know whether Scotty's been buying the street machine and following through on our expression sessions, but he's a little <laughs> he's a little gobsmacked by this Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the flathead in it, the little bloody army helmet air cleaners. Mm. Yeah, uh, he's amazing. Yeah, amazing no. work. Yeah, Aiden smashing it out of the park again. Good. Well, yeah, I'm out of the magazine. Have you got anything else? Yeah, I just and, and yeah, just further on that um, hot rod Jeep, uh, the flatty, the air cleaners, so precise in fit out. Yeah, you know, I love this too much. <laughs> and I and by the way, AO, it's got a twenty three on it. So <laughs> it's number down the side two one two three one. So you love that number, do you? I do indeed, mate. Oh, hang on. 156, you only got to turn over a couple of pages. This is going to be probably the best special mention ever given, but how good is that HG, mate? Yeah. He's done that up for Drag Challenge, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I didn't read too heavily into the article. I'll but, have to. But I've always loved that colour. I'll have um, to admit that I actually don't know mm -hmm. who DJ Carl Cox is. Yeah. World-renowned British DJ Carl Cox. Yeah. Not really my thing. Yeah, DJ music, but hey, he's got a killer he, car here, and he's a drag racer over here. Like he races here, he's from the UK, um, but just a passionate drag Might racer. To... But with the mini lights on it, and I just yeah, it, it, it was super yeah, lights. the mini lights scream sort of track circuit car, yeah. doesn't it? Not drag car, but yeah, it, no, it's it just a really good. cool car. The so... mini light wheels are sort of the wheels that almost are suited to just about anything if they're done, if they're done right i think yeah well, we, just... we got them on a hq didn't we last weekend there was a hq yeah. rolling on them the yellow um, one they're actually yeah. they're actually a good looking yeah i bought a set at the fridge swap meet when i was a kid to put on my 57 chev and they never ended up on there and i sold them and then end up putting armor lights on me 67 but um story by kian heaney and photos by christian brunelli of the carl cox hg big fan of that car big fan there we go. All done? Yep, all done, mate. That's got me covered. Mm, good. I always get that one that I just can't close the book unless we bloody have a look at it. And, yeah. No, that's fine. This one I see, was... I, 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 <clears throat> I tend to cut myself off. Otherwise, it just keeps going. I might have to. I mean, I, yeah, and look at me. I'm trying to convince, <laughs> well, it's all I'm right. trying to convince I'm trying to convince you that we could do the yearbook in this session as well. <laughs> like, I'm just, I haven't even read the yearbook it. yet. Yeah, you know. Um, Next on my list, this carries on from our last one. Um, got a got a bit of um, feedback on. Is uh, what are you listening to? Music. Oh, currently, hmm. I did hear a bit of uh, puddle of mud as you pulled up. You going back to? Oh the... no, that was days of a new days of a new. Oh, days of new. Sorry, yeah, right. the old touch peel and stand. Yes, Thanks. I haven't heard that song for a very long time. <clears throat> Oh, it's one of my favourites, mm, and it's I've, a great song. And I can't say I've really followed the band, but that song just you know hit me really hard That's when right. it first came on. Mm. Um, otherwise, trying to find a rhyme for AO in the back catalogue of Mark Mulgray. 
Right yeah, on. Mark Muldray's Australian. Um, he's doing some writing at the moment. I put in some comments the other day that he has actually written three of my funeral songs. Um, so they're actually, you know, they're on, you, know, you search Mark Muldray's page and you put my name in, you might find out what I want played at my funeral. <laughs> but just amazing stuff. Like it's got a really laid back sort of, I don't know, New Orleans type feel, but it's Australian based. Mm. You know, he mentions about going up Sovereign Hill, mentions about yeah, the bloody okay. sunsetting over Luna Park. You know, he's got some really good relevance, but yeah. it's kind of dark and dirgy, I I'll guess. I'll have to look him up. I've never heard of it. Yeah, no. And um, Where Will I Be, that's probably one I'd really recommend you as a go-to. But, yeah, Mark Muldray, M-O-L-D-R-E. I'll, uh, I'll have a look. And he remembers the show where I saw him at Buddy Babushka, which is going back about four years ago, and he goes, oh, yeah, I remember that show, and the dog barked. So Garth's dog would bark every oh, time yeah. he finished a song, you know, and I'm sitting there hey, and there's like six people in there, I think. But, yeah, no, he's epic. I used to like going to those local shows and that's where I'd always end up buying a CD or something. Cause, They're good, the little local ones. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing Bob Brosman in the Blues Club. Yep. Many, many years ago. Yeah. Yeah, this is Bob Brosman, one of the world's best slide guitar players. Yep. He's in Ballarat. Just putting on a show, but it was like he's just talking to you in the crowd. And yeah, he did have see. a he did have another bloke there. And I can't cannot remember what his name is, and I should know what his name is. He was an Australian bloke. Yeah, you know, I've never been into the open tuning and the slide guitars and all that sort of stuff. I've I, I can't work the slide. I mean, I, I bluff people. People seem to think I'm an awesome guitarist or something, but I'm just I'm really not. Yeah, I'm a self taught hack. Everything I've learnt has been on the stage with other good players. Yeah. I've no idea what I'm doing most of the time, but um, seeing a, someone like even John Butler, he's right into it. Yeah. Obviously, but Bob's on a different level, like he's slide and yeah, yeah. open tuning. And see someone do it properly, yeah. it's it's on another level. And um, I, I sort of I went because yeah, mates and all that were right into it. That is, once again, those little shows. Yeah. I went, to an event. I went to an event years ago offshore, which was down in Melbourne at the showgrounds, and it was off tap, like a really punk sort of fusion sort of show, festival, and that night Ben Harper played, mm. and he was just up there by himself with his guitar playing this real soulful slide, but the hush across the whole audience, like you couldn't hear anyone talk. Like everything, yeah, everything had been so raucous through the course of the day and it just lulled under, you know, Ben Harper, but... You know, he grew up grabbing shit off the wall at his grandparents' bloody music shop, mm. you know, like he was born to play. But on those smaller shows, even the Continental in Collingwood and Melbourne, I saw Mark Seymour play there. And that was just like little tables of four up close mm. to the stage and really intimate. And then um, Chad Wackerman, who was Frank Zappa's drummer of choice for a while, um, saw his solo show down there at the Continental, you know, drum kit right up the front of the stage and never seen a bloke play like it without raising a sweat. <laughs> I can't even sing into a microphone without sweating. There's some sort of weird, <laughs> but intense concentration, but Chad was just the coolest man I've ever seen play drums. Mm. You know, so, yeah. Uh, no, Although well, he's also supported by the vibes I worked out. That's an instrument I'm not really fond of. Pipes hanging off the buddy keys. You know. uh, right, yeah. yeah, no, it's just... Um, yeah, right. Well, I've, I'm probably going to be a bit boring because pretty much after we come back from holidays, I've spent the last little while catching up on all these podcasts that I'm usually listening to. So, um, yep. got through that, but makes Scotty happy. 
Yeah. That, uh, Oasis have just released live at Nebworth. And, um, <laughs> mate, I've been flogging it. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I am a fan of Oasis. Always have been. I love it. I love their sound. Yep. Couldn't tell you which one's Noel or which one's Liam. I think. <laughs> not worth. <laughs> <laughs> Comments from the super coaches, Scotty. Over there. <laughs> Oh, man, I just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what it is, but like I said, I, I think Liam's the singer and I think Noel's the yeah, guitarist. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not that big of a fan. I just love listening to them. I love their sound. Yep. The, the guitar sound he gets is just spot on. I'm not usually a fan of tambourine, Yep. but it works. Yep. What they do. So I've just been flogging that, really. Yeah. Um. I love it. a lot. I, I love live music. I think yeah. every band, I think every every band that records something live, yeah. is a is a proper band. Like they're, yeah. they're I love um, I love Chili Peppers live at Slane Castle. Daughter and I used to watch that concert, mm. and I just loved it. Like from the kickoff, and then you know talking to a couple of mates. Yeah, it kind of comes good about midway. You know? <laughs> I'm like I'm just loving every bit of it. You know, and it's like yeah, yeah no, but. Just to see, you know, 250,000 people in a crowd watching one band. You know. Yeah, I just, it's something about live music. I mean, I'll just about just listen to anyone live, but. You weren't into um, Hootie and the Blowfish, were you? Oh, look, I weren't really into them, but. Um, I just find uh, who that wasn't, there's a, I find wasn't. that people who are into Oasis are more often into Hootie and the Blowfish as well. I mean, just, you know. how could you not? I mean, into, playing cover bands, we've, the amount of times we've done yeah. that song. What's their song? Yeah, see, I've ruled it out. Thank you. Let her cry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, it gets to a point where you just, you hear it on the radio, yeah, okay, it's a good song, gets to number one, whatever, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're playing it every weekend yeah. at pubs and it's like you just sort of get over it. Yeah, well, actually I was listening to some podcast stuff with bands the other day talking about that, you know, you're going that hard to write that album. You're, just, you're nearly over those songs by the time you're mm. expected to just play them every time you step on a stage. Yeah. You know, no one wants to hear what you're doing right now. They want to hear what you were doing four years ago and mm. it crushes a lot of people's spirits, I guess. But, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't say I'm a big Hootie fan. But uh, Anyway, no. that's what I've been listening to um, this little while. I was waiting to see Scotty's face. <laughs> Because we know Scotty's a huge fan of Well, Oasis. Scotty's just listening. He's just sitting there with his arms <laughs> behind his head. What should we be listening to, mate? You got anything you'd recommend that we could be listening to right now? Oh, no, I don't mind. I could have been in my Blood Duster T-shirt. It was me, buddy. It was nearly me go-to. Shit. Um, <laughs> protest the hero. Protest the hero. Canadian guys. Canadian guys, protest the hero. So anyone who likes their music a little raucous, get on and check that out. like it. Apart from that, I've got nothing else, mate. No, nah, I'm happy to wind her up about there, mate. That's Sign off. Good. So that's the December 400th edition of Street Machine Review. Is that episode number 14? or 13. 13. Oh, yeah. Unlucky for some. Unlucky yeah. for the bloke who called the wrong number. We usually put the episode at the start of the podcast. So um, yeah. we oh, put well. it at the end. We're a bit out of practice. It'll be on the title. And uh, what do we got coming up for the next one then? What is episode uh, 14? Episode 14, we're actually going to catch up with, as we started this pod, podcast June, July. Yep. Is it? Middle of the year. So we're going to run through as quickly as we can. <laughs> <laughs> January, uh, January through to May. Yep. As we missed out on those and we thought it'd be a good opportunity just to finish up the year with 
a review of uh, a couple of magazines. And look, I haven't done a full review. I've basically picked two or three things out of each magazine. Yeah. Um, I think I'm missing April. I got no. Oh, yeah. I got no April. So you, but you can have a quick look yourself. before we, we're going to jump in and record it. Oh, no, because you can have a quick look now yeah, if you want. Well, you know, we were going to pick like three cars, and <laughs> I've probably picked seven cars in yeah. every other one. So I don't think we need to. We'll make up. I for think it. we'll just do it on the fly. Anyway, uh, all, right. all good. Thanks well, we'll, for joining us for episode thirteen. We'll catch you in episode fourteen. See ya. Catch you.